Hey, Paisans, the time has come. On the air since 2009, the independently produced, non-FCC compliant champ of video game talk podcasting. Here comes Tiger Claw Radio. Here's your host, Critical Failure. Welcome everybody to Tiger Claw Radio. This is your host, Critical Failure. It's Monday. It's that time again. Uh, Thank you for letting me be uh, just a little bit late. We've got uh, Battle of the Bits has a new album out over on their Bandcamp page. It's a folk compilation, which I'm going to be honest, eh, was a little hit or miss. Uh, There's only eight tracks on it, but among those eight, there were a couple of gems that we're going to play here on the air. And then we've got a nice uh, 25-minute Vancast. We'll read the the fail bag. We'll call it a day. Stick with us. This is from the Battle of the Bits folk music compilation. You're listening to Tiger Claw Radio. That's Squiggy with Santorini. That's right. We're eating garlic bread. We're eating fettuccine. And we're listening to chiptunes. And uh, the word chiptunes are in gigantic air quotes here on Tiger Claw Radio. And for now, let's shoot over to the VanCast. All right. It's VanCast time, everybody. 4.38 p.m. 29 degrees outside. But I'll tell you what, it feels colder than that. Uh, I'm on my way to pick up dinner, because uh, it is date night, it's date night, it's a magical night where we get takeout, I guess, uh, and we have got, uh, we're getting takeout from a couple places, because the little one had a bit of an allergic uh, fit, you know, a lot of sneezing, a lot of not feeling good, so... Excuse me. So we thought for date night. Hang on one second. Somebody's stopping in the middle of the road because that's a good idea. There we go. I think we're in good shape again. Yeah, so uh, long story short, I'm going to three different places for, for dinner. I'm getting fries and then I'm getting some Chinese food and then I'm getting pizza. Because that's how we roll. Uh, and I tried to follow the chain of events that would make that make sense, and it just didn't happen. So let's talk about some video games. The big one uh, on my list is Castlevania. I finally beat the original Castlevania after three decades. It's one I played since I was a kid many times, uh, and I picked it up on Steam a a couple of sales back. It's been in my collection for at least a year now. The Castlevania Collection. And um, I played it on my little non-gaming laptop. <sighs> Excuse me. And I was pissed because my non-gaming laptop, I like, couldn't run it. It was experiencing slowdown. 
and it can play other like really low end games. So, uh, I, you know, it, it's the Minecraft laptop for goodness sakes. But uh, yeah, it, it couldn't run it. It was getting some really drastic slowdown. And uh, the original Castlevania was an NES game, so that to me is just just unacceptable. <laughs> um, one thing that was kind of nice is like the little bit I managed to slog through with the slowdown. I noticed when I moved over to my good computer. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Now it's a TCR uh, um, uh, VanCast. When I moved over to the good computer, like it, it utilized cloud saves. The save state was a cloud save. So I was able to continue from was like level two or whatever. But I played all the way through the original Castlevania and I beat it and it took me about, I don't know, three hours or so to do. Um, and I used save states so hard <laughs> that especially in the, the last handful of boss battles, uh, I, it was, I was doing it so much that at, there were several points uh, where I had to save and load between each hit, each time I would, I would do one point of damage to the boss. <laughs> I would save state and load just because some of the boss battles in Castlevania are just so drastically broken. Uh, and what made it worse was I know that there's issues where it's like uh, you have to get to the boss with a certain weapon. And if you can get to the boss with a certain weapon, then it's a scratch and you can just knock him right out. And I didn't know what any of those were. So there were a couple of instances, like with the, the, the Grim Reaper in particular. Uh, I got to the Grim Reaper with like the, the, the time freeze. And apparently that that's a weapon that just doesn't work on bosses. You do the time freeze, it makes the sound like time is frozen, but the boss just keeps doing what he does. So, you know, that's a thing. <laughs> so that meant um, safe states weren't going to save me. I actually had to take the death and then go back or whatever. That happened a few times, but whatever. That's That's gaming with safe states. That's just how it is. But uh, just the severity of the, the brokenness with with the bosses uh, um, reminded me uh, of the whole situation with NES games and uh, making you know American versions of, of Japanese games harder because of the American rental market that we had in the 90s. And I think this might be one of those games because the Castlevania anthology also comes along with uh, the, their Japanese counterparts and I loaded up the Japanese version of the uh, original Castlevania game and sure enough front and center on the title screen you can choose between playing normal and easy mode and that's just absent in the American version so I haven't tried giving that game a playthrough um, I might you know because Castlevania is one of these games where it's like a lot of it is memorization so if you know what the patterns are you can just knock it right out easy peasy even though it is you know by definition a very difficult game I just played through it so I could probably I could probably play some or of the Japanese version just for comparison's sake I might do that yeah 
Long and short of it, though, uh, it was a really enjoyable experience, and that was one game in the collection, right? I think I paid like five or six bucks uh, for the Castlevania collection when I got it initially. So yeah, I dug it. Um, and there's other games on there I really want to play. I don't feel the need to play them all, you know? Uh, but um, it's got Castlevania Adventure for the Game Boy, which is one that I had. Um, and would like to try again. I also never played... Oh my gosh, all the yawning. Jeez Louise. Even for me. Like, I'm pretty alert right now, but just the yawning is crazy. Uh, I never really gave Castlevania 3 a try, and that's one people like. People, uh, you know, Castlevania 1 is what it is, and then 2 is a divisive game, um, and then people like three and then uh yeah and the rest is history one moment please yeah there we go so um i don't know if i'll play those through to the end because you know those weren't games i had as a little tyke the original castlevania though like playing through that game, the moment I got further than I had ever been was like a leaving the Shire moment. Okay? Because I never, like, in my playthroughs, I never beat the second level. And then, I remember watching my older brother play and never seeing him beat the third level. Whatever. Oh, I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Yep, it was your turn. Yeah! <laughs> yes, be mad! be mad. It's okay. Alright. Okay. So what was I saying? Yeah. So. You know. Alright. Hang on. Hang on here. We're going to go this way. And we'll be fine. Alright. 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 Okay. Busy in town tonight. Almost five o'clock on uh, on uh, uh, Saturday night. It's party time here in the suburbs. Everybody is exhausted from not working hard all week. All right, why don't I pause this so I can hit the first stop? All right, Chinese food has been acquired. Let's see if I can back up, and I got to get back around to. Fries, French fries. I'm going to get fries, and uh, that is another curbside place that is nearby. So I just have to kind of get turned around, and there we go. Yeah. So Castlevania was my thing for a little while, but again, using save states, it didn't really take that long. It's not a long game. You're looking at five bosses, right? Um, and uh, what are the hoses? Come on now. I, I know the Let's Players know them. But the the mummies, right? The, the, there's one point in the game where you face the two mummies. And they have like just a, a, a game-ruining hose. I'm pretty sure. And... Uh, I didn't know what that was, so that took several tries. But I want to learn what they are before I try and play through it again via the Japanese version. 
boy. Um, yeah, because I have a feeling, even though I didn't struggle too hard, I have a feeling I struggled harder than I had to in a couple places, which is fine, you know. This is a this is an NES game. It's when they were able to make things challenging, and that was an okay thing to do, and that's cool uh, because after that, after playing Castlevania, <laughs> I moved on to Stardew Valley, which is a game that is devoid of all challenge. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like chilling out the game. Uh, and I, I very much enjoyed Stardew Valley. I, I couldn't say enough nice things about it. But at the same time, very, very opposite from uh, um, from Castlevania. All right, now I'm at the Fry Place. So let me throw the flashers on. And I got to call them, which means I got to stop this recording. All right. Did that do it? Are we recording again? Yeah, okay, so we went from uh, Castlevania to Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, uh, if you're not familiar, farming game, which, I don't know, it doesn't, doesn't not, nothing that I say about Stardew Valley makes it sound like a game I would like. Uh, it's a farming game, there's, there's no way to lose, <laughs> you know. You could just not farm, <laughs> and, uh, and, and you'd be fine, but you wouldn't be able to like, get new things. Uh, that's Stardew Valley. Oh, hang on. I think I might be up. I might have to scoot back a little bit. Right. So, not too much I can say about Stardew Valley. A couple things I will say is that it runs on my non-gaming laptop, and it it looks more demanding than uh, than Castlevania for the NES. So you know that is what it is. Um, but uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, it's it, it's been a good time. I would say that uh, I believe, I could be wrong about this, but I believe it was originally an RPG Maker game. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone out there who knows Stardew Valley, but um, I, was, I was thoroughly impressed um, with uh, the way it utilized that engine. A lot of like collecting stuff and <laughs> talking to people and I, I don't know. It's, it's the closest thing we have to, like, The Sims. Oh, hang on, it's fry time. Harry? Yep. Right. Hey, thank you so much, right? Appreciate it. All right. We are in good shape. All right, we are in very good shape. So we have, uh, we now have Chinese food and now we've got fries. And what goes better with Chinese food and fries than an entire pizza? Because, you know, that's just, uh, that's just what it is. All right, now we will wait for a minute. 
to get through traffic. My goodness, this place is overcrowded. It is overcrowded. And you know what? That's all right. We'll live. Mm, what's the best way to get out of here? By playing video games. Sure is the best way, because that's what this is about. It's about video games. It's not about traffic. Um... So Stardew Valley is pretty fun. It's the closest thing that I can find to, like, The Sims. I, I saw recently that uh, someone was talking about The Sims, and they made a good point that uh, there's no real uh, competition for The Sims. There isn't another game like it, uh, you know, that, that does things quite the same way. So, I mean, there, there it's a... Maybe there are, maybe, but but I, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know of any other life simulator game, you know, quite like it. So, Stardew Valley is a game that comes close, just because you can uh, build a house and, and get married and whatnot. Uh, very similar to the way you can in The Sims. So that was kind of fun, and it's a lot less expensive. Like, when I first picked it up, uh, even on sale, it was like like twelve bucks. You know, typically fifteen. You're not going to get it for less than ten. I think I got it for twelve. Um, and uh, I was thinking, you know, for a game that looks like an RPG Maker game, it's a pretty hefty price tag. But on the other hand, a game that's like The Sims. I don't know when the last time you played a game like that from The Sims uh, uh, franchise was, but those games are all crazy expensive. Even, like, the old ones when they were new, like Sims 2, back when it was new, the, you know, all, all of the various uh, 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 expansions got physical releases, which, you know, if you're a thrift store guy, you've probably seen them all a million times, you know, um, but back in those days, uh-uh, man. So if you want to get into The Sims now, you can get yourself... Uh, the Sims 4 on on uh, Origin or, or Steam or what have you, which to be fair, you can get that for like five bucks if you wait for a sale now. But uh, even the littlest, uh, even the littlest add-on is mega bucks. The, the the one for pets, the one to make it so that your Sim can have a dog, <laughs> forty dollars. <laughs> No thanks, Electronic Arts. No thanks. Um, so that's been video gaming for me, more or less, for the last little bit. Um, I spent a lot of time in, um, in the last 48 hours working on my record label, which is something I haven't done. Uh, my little record label ceased operations, for the most part, at, um, last September. I put things on hold so that I could, you know, f focus on work. And then when work eased up, uh, I didn't resume. I just went back to other parts of my life. So eight months, first first release in eight months. I worked with uh, a gentleman by the name of Steve Hand who reached out to some folks and made uh, a best of uh, modular grid. So we made best of modular grid 2021. Um, and we did one last year as well, which was which was really good. So that was cool. That came out. Uh, we dropped that one just last night, um, and it's got some you know some tracks on it. And I was listening to it this morning. Really good, uh, a really good way to return. So 
that's free if you want to you know another free uh, CME album that's one you can pick up and listen to um, <clears throat> better mo- modular artists on there than me <laughs> and one thing that's cool about modular grid is those are all hardware guys so none of that is going to be like oh yeah this is something I made in FL Studio no none of that that's, this is all you know each track is somebody's carefully crafted uh, uh, Euro rack collection or modular collection um, doing what they do so that's one thing I really appreciate about the best of modular grid albums this one and the one from last year so I'm kind of proud of that to be honest and uh, big uh, big thanks to Steve Hand who really did all the all the hard work he's the one who actually reached out to the people and and, and um, got everybody together so that's pretty awesome Oh my gosh, hold on a second, I got the sun coming right in my eyes. Right, so the third stop is pizza. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. So they say. We've made our two stops, and we're on our way to get pizza. Um... Yeah, so playing Stardew Valley, uh, like, got me interested in RPG Maker again. And I was very, very recently. I was working on RPG Maker 2003 projects, a couple of them. Um, Just having fun with with the builder, you know, not really working on, uh, not working on a focused project. But um, there was something that I was working on like a year or two ago called Idle Space, and uh, it was a VX Ace project where you're on a spaceship and I wanted to do something. I was trying to make a game that felt like an idle game, like something like uh, Territory Idol or something like that. And uh, I was able to do a couple things that I was really proud of, but ultimately, um, you know, that one kind of went by the wayside until I played Stardew Valley and I realized that Stardew Valley uh, was able to do a lot of the things, you know, that I was thinking about. They, they articulated that concept of an idle game a lot better than I had. So I kind of want to revisit that idea, you know? Um, I, I want to make it so that uh, you, you'll have random time-based encounters with other ships, and when you encounter another ship... There'll be like a, some RNG at play. So it's like you can either trade with the other ship or maybe the other ship's a derelict and then you'll have a chance to go explore a dungeon, you know, and, and rob the ship, that sort of stuff. I don't know. There's some, some things I can do there uh, that wouldn't take a whole lot of technical know-how that would be really cool. My biggest problem with... with uh, using RNG in an RPG Maker game is that RPG Maker has no way to assign a text string to a variable. At least they didn't in VXAce. I don't know if the new ones do or not, but variables in RPG Maker are only numbers, right? So you can you can have do this when this number equals this, and then manipulate that number behind the scenes any way you, you want to. But when you're like programming something raw, you can also assign those things. Uh, the variables to hold text strings. For example, uh, let's say uh, you meet a character, right? So in RPG Maker, all of the heroes are, are held in a roster that are predefined. But let's say I just wanted to make it character A. And then there's a procedure 
that that randomly assigns a name to character A from a bank, and you can have a bank of like a hundred names, okay, and then hold that name in a variable, and then work that way. That is much more difficult to do in an RPG Maker than it would be to do in say, like C plus plus or something like that. And that was one of the things that held me back because. I was doing these like simple little RPG Maker games, these simple little like classic Dragon Warrior knockoffs. I thought it'd be cool to make it so that uh, the additional people in your party, you know, there's some RNG at play and they're different every time. And they have different powers and different abilities and, you know, and that can affect how easy or difficult the gameplay is. Um, but <sighs> the inability to randomize the names <laughs> made it made it frustrating. Um, all right, so now I'm at my third stop. Time to go in and get some pizza, and I'll be right back. Wow, we're 22 minutes in. So that's my ramble about uh, what I played over the last couple days. Um, and I got to be honest, I couldn't even tell you what's going on in the video game world right now because it's you know. Couldn't even begin to tell you what's new on the on the you know the PlayStation 7 and the Xbox 2 and and what have you and your Coleco's <laughs> couldn't begin to tell you. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Just me and my uh, Steam collection and. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. Um, I, I don't even really have... I don't have anything else that's on my to play list right now. Usually when I do something like this, there's the, I, I've played game X and game Y, and I'm looking forward to playing game Z. That's usually how it works. That's the formula, I think. Right now, uh, I'm, uh, there's no additional game I'm looking forward to playing. I'm still playing Stardew Valley. I put in 15 hours over the span of like a couple days. Excuse me, which is crazy, crazy for me. That kind of thing just does not happen. So I'm probably going to play Stardew Valley a little bit more, and I'm also looking forward to returning to RPG Maker a little bit um, because I really enjoyed play, do I enjoy doing RPG Maker. RPG Maker is a one of the, it's a rare exception when it comes to video games because the argument about playing against playing video games is you spend X amount of hours. And at the end of it, you don't have anything to show for it, except maybe a cool save file. At least when it comes to RPG Maker, you've got something that you've created. Now I look back on the RPG Maker games that I, I, I worked on years and years ago, many years ago, and whether or not they're good games, uh, you know, is beside the point, but it, it, I feel like I produced something, like there was something came out of the time I spent there which is one of the reasons I think RPG Maker, even an old crappy version of RPG Maker, you know, for 250 on sale, whatever it is, I think is worth time, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of time just to have fun. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's something I'm looking forward to doing over the next week or so. And with that, we're 25 minutes in. I am riding in a car with fries uh, um, and with Chinese food and with two pizzas. Not one, but two. Um, and I'm on my way home to 
watch a movie with my wife and with my youngest son. We're probably going to watch something from uh, the uh, from Disney from the seventies. Probably going to have Kurt Russell in it as a child star. Uh, you know the, the, how he used to do a lot of kids' movies when he was a kid. Computer wore tennis shoes. Follow me, boys. That kind of stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be my evening. And then hopefully when the kids go to bed, uh, I'll be able to, depending on how, how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling creative, I'll be able to get back into RPG Maker. But if I want to just glaze over and stim for a while, like Alex Swingle would say, it's probably going to be Stardew Valley. Uh, and given how today's gone, you know, taking care of the little ones, all the energy that that's taken, that's probably what's going to end up happening. And that's fine. That's fine too. Uh, yeah, so with that, I think I'm going to send you folks back to the studio. I'll see you there. Back again in the studio. I want to shift gears and talk about um, a video posted uh, in the Discord from Hemrock. And this is from Jim RPG, who's also a, a part of the Discord. It's about the Miyu, M-I-Y-O-O, Miyu Mini Review. It's, it's okay, so that is... Um, it's another one of these handheld emulation devices, and I wasn't in the market for another one because I have the Pal Kitty V90 uh, and I have the Ambernick RG280V, uh, and those two were enough for me. 280V, beautiful screen, a little uncomfortable to hold, so I can't play for long term, and then the, the, the V90 sort of uh, has been filling that gap. I've been playing the V90 lately since I got the, the, uh, 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 the Pico 8 um, update installed that... Uh, that Hemrock put in the Discord. That's been my thing. Um, but this, it, it looks good. It's it's you know cost efficient, which I'm seeing these handhelds. There's a lot of them coming out, and the prices are just slowly creeping up and up and up and up and up, which is I guess to be expected because the capabilities are creeping up with it. So it's I don't think it's like unfairly going up and up. But this is another budget handheld. You're talking about you know. uh, $50, give or take, price range, that's pretty good. That's the same as the V90 these days. Uh, If you scout it, you can get the V90 for around 40, but, but, you know, the same, same kind of ballpark. The sub 100 range is really, uh, really what we're talking about. And I got to say, it looks great. It's exactly the size of a deck of cards, which I love because (laughs) you can get yourself a nice card uh, holder and there you go. That'd be a, uh, that'd be a good case. So you got a lot of really awesome case options. Screen looks great. Very, very, very razor-thin bezels. So uh, maximizing the space um, that, you, that you're actually using. And then the hand portion of, of the device, the, the part where the actual controls are, it looks easily twice as wide as the uh, 280V. And that was my big complaint with the 280V. There's very little space to put my hands. So I don't know. i got to be honest. I'm really thinking about this thing. We'll see. Um, I've been going over uh, different things I can do with the V90 uh, um, more and more over the past week. Uh, and, you know, in, in order to get another device, this is the rule. I have to look at this device and be like, wow, I want to get that so that I can play this specific game. Um, that I either can't play right now or is uncomfortable to play right now. That's what, what I need to have happen in order to buy this thing. Um, and I don't know what that is right now. So that's why I'm not dropping one in my cart over the next couple of weeks. Uh, or at least that's, that's why I'm not dropping it in my cart today. 
we'll see if that changes. But yeah, this is a really good looking device. Um, Jim RPG's got a really, really good video showcasing it. Uh, it's short, you know, just under 12 minutes, so he doesn't beat around the bush, you know, for a, a complete breakdown, which I appreciate. Because a lot of these handheld hardware review type videos, they, they push like 30 minutes, <laughs> you know, when they do a complete rundown. So yeah, I don't know, it's a good looking device. I don't really know what else to say about it apart from that. Um, I'm really into ROM hacks right now. So uh, there's that. Another cool device to play ROM hacks on would be awesome. Um, I will also say the company that's making it, Miu, M-I-Y-O-O, that's the, the, the uh, custom firmware that you put on the V90. That is the Miu firmware. Um, so that has been awesome. So there's that. So it's a company that I've crossed paths with at least once in some way in the past. Um, yeah, and I've, I've got my eye on this thing. That's, that's what we'll say. Um, yeah, that, that's really all I have to say about that. Um, if anybody else picks it up, let me know. Here's another little bit that Hemrock gave us over on the Discord. Uh, is this the next Pure Solar? Affinity Sorrow is a new and original 16-bit classic top-down RPG with turn-based combat and development for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive consoles. Kickstarter ends on uh, February 24th, but they've already reached their goal. 38 bucks gets you a cartridge, $20 gets you the ROM if that's your style, or you can wait and pay $100 on eBay in a few years. Um, so I took a look at this. It is indeed another RPG looks good i guess um and they did get their funding i was waffling about it you know twenty dollars for a full featured original rpg that's not an rpg maker project you know for a console that's not bad that's not bad you know i could put that on uh, um uh, i could put, put i could put it on an emulation device you know it's a perfect game to play on your v90 or, or the miu mini if i ended up picking it up uh as for uh, Am I actually going to get it? You know, they're saying that it's scheduled to be released. When did they say? Uh, the digital edition, December 2024. I don't know, man. I'm not I, I'm not sure if I want to drop 20 bucks and wait two years for a game. Like, I'd rather just pay the additional amount and then get it when it actually comes out. Just the ROM. If they're offering just the ROM, then, you know. It is what it is. And if they don't, if it's unobtainable when it comes out, then I guess they don't want my, you know, uh, patronage, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, it does look good, though. It looks very Stardew Valley, at least from the screenshots. Um, yeah. Good looking game. Not much else I can say about it except sure is JRPG. Um, check that out on the Discord if you're interested. Uh, yeah, Pure Solar was quite a thing, wasn't it? I'm not sure if I'm ready for another Pure Solar. <laughs> ready for another game like Pure Solar, but, uh, uh, you know. Hey, let's talk about this release for the next five years. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not saying I'm not interested. I'm just saying come back uh, come, come back closer to release time, and we'll talk about it. It does look good, though. Speaking of the Discord, uh, Hemrock's uh, high score for Astro Robo Saga, Robo Sasa, is uh, 18,920. Underrated game for the Famicom, he says. Uh, and, you know, Famicom games, right up my alley. Here again, uh, another thing to do with the handheld emulation devices. I collected Famicom games for a while. Got myself a nice little collection, but I still need something reliable I can play them on. Uh, whenever I want to play a Famicom game at this point, I have to use the Famiclone, which does work. Don't get me wrong, does work. But you know how clone systems, 
at least the lower end clone systems hang on a second let's see if i can stop the fuzzing they have this sort of light plasticky feel to it with no weight where everything feels like like featherweight that could break in your hands it's kind of like that um i have played games that way it you know it's it's not terrible but if i were to really deep dive that system then I, i'd want to get something a bit more um you know i would want to get something a bit more and that's really <laughs> all i can say about that which is a shame because i managed to collect some pretty decent famicom games um yeah so if anybody wants to challenge hemrock or boast about whatever high score they've uh come across in recent uh, times discord is there all right, boys and girls, let's head over to YouTube and see uh, what we have in the comments section. Over on uh, YouTube, we got one from Eric Controller saying, Glad to hear Seven Days to Die has come back from the dead in your Steam library. They're consistently releasing updates to the game, and in the current state, it's pretty good. Uh, I hope they can keep it that way. I'll have to keep an eye out for when you're playing and hit you up. Many hands uh, make light work for building up those base defenses yeah i'm down i think i have better luck like setting up a time when we can play together ahead of time because when i'm actually on and playing is so sporadic and unpredictable it's kind of hard to tell but yeah that would be dope i would appreciate that uh, i hope you're doing well thanks for checking in um and we'll see what else we got here hang on i think that's it for the fail back actually eric hope you're doing well man hemrock also thank you both for checking in Hope life's good. Hope you're having a good time. And I hope the video games are still fun. And with that, boys and girls, that's TCR for the week. We're going to call it a little bit early. Um, just because, you know, the well runneth dry and why force it? There's plenty of video games to play out there. I'm going to go get some now. Hope you're doing well. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>